Yo Pots. Check out Meet Mitch and Leawood for award-winning barbecue, outstanding atmosphere, and your destination to watch all your favorite March Madness action. Tailgating for opening day? Place your order online and pick up on way to the game. Meet Mitch Barbecue, East 95th and Mission in Ranch Martin North Shopping Center. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. Sponsored by Hizumitsu. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $10 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s. And less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-495-6468 and you are guaranteed a $10 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call Call now. These Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-495-6468. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $40 value, free with every order. Call 1-800-495-6468 now to secure your $10 Gold Liberty coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-800-495-6468. I'm Christine Lisi. No plans to ride off into the sunset just yet for Chiefs coach Andy Reid after a second Super Bowl championship in four years. Considering what the future looks like for Kansas City, Reid is more than happy to return in 2023. The organization that Clark Hunt's put together um, has been uh, tremendous. Uh, The coaching staff, the players, it's a good, solid organization. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I've got this guy over here that is a pretty good player. So, I mean, I'm, we're, we're doing okay. Andy Reid, this guy, of course, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl 57 MVP, will be joining Canty and Carlin at 620 Eastern. Major League Baseball's extra inning, extra runner rule will remain, according to ESPN's Jesse Rogers. In all regular season games moving forward, a runner will be placed on second base from the 10th inning on in a tie game until a winner is determined. Alabama number one in the Associated Press top 25 men's college basketball poll for the first time in 20 years. Houston's number two with Purdue at number three. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com. Easy. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans. 
It is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O. O. H to the O V. I used to move smoke and eggs by the O C. On the Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Also streaming online at ESPNWichita.com. You can find us on the TuneIn app as well as your favorite smart speaker. Tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Stropman, producing Jack Johnson. Give us a call at any point at 316-669-4996 if you want to chime in. If you don't want to call, feel free to text 316-247-0923. We also have Twitter, ESPN Wichita, Pat Strothman, Johnny J underscore 15. And we also have Facebook. You can send us a message on there at ESPN Wichita 92.3. And you can also go back and check out some of the video that we have from Super Bowl 57 Radio Row. Coming up, we will do a College Hoops Rewind at 325. Wichita State, Kansas, Kansas State, all in action. We'll also do a Mount Rushmore Monday, and it does have to deal with Super Bowl 57 ready a row. But right now, let us toast to the season that was for the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City getting... (laughs) Getting the championship. That is the sound of an Irish red ale war beard from Walnut Brewing Company that just got opened up by Jay Sanderson, director of sales. He's the one that popped the top, and rightly so, because that thing is red, kind of like the Kansas City Chiefs. So, a great way to celebrate. A big-time win yesterday. Jay, glad to have you here in the studio. What's up? How's it going? Uh, well, I appreciate you having us. Um, yeah, I'm tired today. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure I speak for a lot of Chiefs fans. Uh, the, the party lasted well into the evening, so it was it was good. It was special. Celebrated it with my kids. My brother and uh, my nephew came over and had some friends over. Uh, I'm sure, you know, that makes us like everybody else in the area at a Super Bowl party. But um, I never, ever thought that I would finally be rooting for the team that everybody else hates. You know, for so long we all hated the Patriots and hated the success that they were experiencing. And it was all out of just blind rage and jealousy is all it ever was. And now the Chiefs are that team. And, I, I, you know, as I go through Twitter today and seeing all the people complaining about the, the, the holding call at the end of the game and, the you know, two games in a row, the refs, it's all the refs, and they're blaming the, uh, blaming the game on the refs. And the Chiefs are just lucky the how that all went and uh-huh. you know i i'm enjoying being in that seat as a fan for a change <laughs> well at what point did you think that kansas city was going to win did you ever feel like there when was they, a point when they took the, the 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 eight point lead after the tony punt return and they punched it in right after that i felt pretty good about it i thought to myself that even if the eagles scored and got the two to tie it, which, of course, they did. Mm-hmm. I felt like that the Chiefs would get the ball four or five minutes left, and if you're going to put the ball in 15's hand in that spot, I felt really, really good about it. So um, I thought it was a flip of the coin at halftime because, you know, the 2019 run when they won the Super Bowl, they were down by 10-plus and plus in all three games in that postseason run, and this team thrives on playing from behind. I've said for a long time, I think Andy Reid is a better play caller when he's behind. 
You know, I, I think they, they get rid of all the cutesy stuff and they just, okay, let's dial it in. What works best in this spot with this personnel group and who they have on the field and their personnel groupings, and they just dial in. And I, I'll take it to my grave that he's a better play caller when he's on the wrong side of the scoreboard because they get a, they get a touchdown almost every time in those situations. And so because of all of that, when it was a 10-point a game at halftime, I thought it was a flip of a coin. Um, but then once they went up 35-27, I was like, They've got this one. I felt I felt really, really good about it, regardless of whether the Eagles went down and scored again. Yeah, and I know some people were wondering, well, why not go for two after going up by by seven? And I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, I mean, I get it. If you really want to try and make it a two-position game, I guess you can. But, I mean, who says that Philadelphia doesn't score and try to go for two with Nick Sirianni because, well, we saw how aggressive he was throughout the game, too. So, that was interesting. I thought really the key in the second half also defensively for the Chiefs was that they won first down. You know, Sirianni does like to go for it on fourth down a lot. And so putting him putting them into third and five-plus for the bulk of the second half, I also think was as big a factor as anything else in the Chiefs winning the game because it took the Eagles out of situations where they could get favorable down and distance on fourth down. They were never in a fourth and three or fourth and two where they could go for it in the second half. And so – the Chiefs forced a couple of punts in the second half, and I, I just think that that it was as big a key to the game as, as what the offense did. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, you're drinking the Irish Red Warbeard, which yes. is the top one, right? At one that it is the number company? one selling locally made craft beer in the state of Kansas. Okay, um, and of course, it's red. It's an Irish red, so why not? It is an appropriate time to go drink something red to celebrate. The big win for the Chiefs, and so uh, this is the official red ale of fans of Kansas City football. So I suggest you go out there. It's all over. Any store in Wichita is going to have it. It's on premise at a lot of bars and restaurants, also. So raise a raise a war beard today to the champions. Yeah. And, you know, and if you're going up to the parade from Wichita, grab you a six pack also and take it with you. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up on what Wednesday? Wednesday? They just announced the parade route. It'll be like it was in 2019. They're going to stop and have the rally at Union Station. We're on the fence. The kids have already been begging to go. <laughs> but, and of course, they got to get out of school, right? I oh, mean, they that's would. That's part of it. I'm inclined to take them. and just It's to be determined, but it's <laughs> more likely than not that we will go. <laughs> right now, it's, ah, you keep twisting their arm. Okay, fine, I guess. <laughs> right. It's one of those things where, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Hey, the kids want to go. Hey, hey, hon, the kids want to go, right? So we gotta, we gotta go because you don't know if this is ever gonna happen again. Exactly, that's just the way it goes. So you're drinking on the Irish Red War Beard. I brought you guys some gifts. Yeah, I was gonna samplers. say, what do we got here? I know I see the uh, high beam. I see the the, yep. the the monk. I see the the porter, the Devil's Blend Porter, which, which by the way is fantastic. It it's is actually my favorite beer that oh, we make. So I, good. I, and before I started working in the beer business, I was not a big dark beer fan and uh-huh. then you start you're immersed in it and you're around it more and it's just like man this is really good um so the devil's blend coffee porter which is a six-month seasonal for us um is uh it, it's a really really good one in the spring and summer we do a coffee colch and that will be back out in april um but high beam is our ipa it's a west coast ipa we have rearranged which is our citrus pale ale teeter rock is a colch which i call the gateway beer so if you're somebody that's wanting to transition from like a big domestic beer, what you would typically see in the United right. States, sure. to craft beer, 
This is the beer to go with the Kolsch. It's a light, crisp, German-style beer. It's like those big brands, but this one has some flavor to it. And so um, it's a little different. It's a little more more fuller-bodied. It's not as, as light or thin. Um, and it's got really, really great malty flavor. And then the other one I brought is the seasonal that uh, we just released called Maniacal Monk. It is a Belgian Trippel. And it is, it's a hammer. It's so it's 9.7% and it doesn't drink. Please tell me that because that's one I'm looking at right now. It doesn't drink that heavy. It doesn't drink like it's 9.7%. And the classic Belgian um, flavors in that, it's got banana. Yeah, there we go. Giddy up. Oh, boo. There, there we go. go. Um, so it's going to have that classic Belgian. I, I get the banana flavor on the nose, the, the banana smell on the nose, and I get clove on the finish. And that's a pretty classic Belgian yeast flavor profile. That's a really, really good beer. Delicious. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, man. That's, that's one that you have after dinner and you fall asleep in the chair. <laughs> Oh, well, that's one that I'm glad that it's like there's only one here. I'm glad there's not right. five because if you have five of them, then, well, uh, Zach might have to be driving me home here before too long. So Jay Sanderson, Director of Sales at One River Brewing Company, joining us here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. So these are six beers that you have right in front of us mm-hmm. on any given day. How many beers are there? So if you go to our taproom in El Dorado, or we do have a restaurant here in Wichita called The Poor House, which is in the old Union Station building at Douglas, 7-Eleven East Douglas. It's right next to Cargill and right next to the big Union Station building. It's actually in the old depot um, there at Douglas and Rock Island, kind of in that area. Um, we have 12 on tap there at any given time. So you can go down there and you can pick from any of the 12 beers that we have on tap at, at once. Um, so yeah, go check out the Poor House if you're a beer file and you love it in this and town. If you want food, oh, and food, the restaurant's great. <laughs> but you know what? And, and a tip of the cap to the other breweries in town too, because Wichita has become a really, really good beer scene. It's it's so good here. You know, you think 20 years ago there was one brewery here, and now there are half dozen, and they're all really, really good, and it's growing. Got one in Derby now. You got one out in Winfield. I mean, they're they're it's it's a, it's a growing beer scene, and it's become kind of a destination for beer lovers in the state. And I, I it's it's fun to be part of it. It's a million miles away from where I ever thought I'd be, you know, in my career. But it's it's a lot of fun. By the way, someone just texted three one six two four seven zero nine two three. I'll go with Jay to the parade. So apparently, someone's like, hey, if you need somebody a- just wants the beer, <laughs> free beer, <laughs> that's what they're wanting, and. Uh, it, you fly, I'll buy. <laughs> I'll, That's how I'll jump goes. in the back seat. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man! <laughs> well, I appreciate you stopping on by with with all these these different types of beer, and you know, I have this little you know book right in front of me too. So I know there's other stuff. Hopefully, I'm saying this correctly. Is there a thing called Kuvalda? Kuvalda. That is our Russian Imperial Stout. And uh, it is a great beer. It's a big beer. It's 12%. Those Imperials are big. Um, yeah, what's that about a hammer? You know, I got the monk right here, but that is so, the definition of a hammer. Kuvalda is a Russian Imperial Stout. It's a sledgehammer, and uh, sledgehammer in Russian is, in fact, Kuvalda. <laughs> so that's the word Kuvalda is Who Russian up with for that? sledgehammer. <laughs> I, I wasn't at the brewery when that one was named, but uh, someone more clever than me for sure came up with that. <laughs> it's great. It's It's awesome. I know you also coming up, I would imagine this is more 
Uh, I don't know if you have it on now, but Oktoberfest. That you, is our best-selling seasonal. Okay. And that will be out August, August, which is crazy because all the Oktoberfests come out in July and August now, and they don't sell as well in October, oddly enough. So um, How does the, beer, the beer market's fickle. They, they want that Oktoberfest right out of the gate. They get it in August and September, and they bask in it and – Enjoy it, but uh, then it fizzles, and then yeah. But so, but our Oktoberfest is a, is a good beer, um, and we're very very proud of that one for sure. You do have a lemonade rattler, I see here. Yep, the Eliminator, which which boy, is the tip of the cap to bright. ZZ Top. That is very very nice and bright. Yes, and that's <laughs> the Eliminator album from ZZ Top is the favorite at the brewery um, with our head brewer Rick. And so uh, <laughs> that's how that one got its name. And the High Beam logo is actually a tip of the cap to the uh, to a ZZ Top cover, also. Um, <laughs> but the the big news for us is coming up right after uh, right after St. Patrick's Day, we're releasing a new year round beer into the market called Wayward Sun American mm-hmm. Wheat. Uh, it'll be a new wheat beer offering, and it will be a little different than all the other wheats on the market. Most wheat beers you taste. Um, have a citrus tone, a citrus flavor to them. Okay. And this one is going to have a tropical fruit flavor. So you're going to get some kind of uh, pineapple mango, guava flavors in the wheat beer. Okay. Um, we just sampled it today. We pulled some off of the test batch today. Uh, it's actually the second test batch we've done, and, man, it's good. I'm not saying that because I work there, and I'm supposed to say that. I'm, I'm saying it because I'm a beer guy, and it's a really good beer. Um, and so we did kind of a 70s theme to it. The can's kind of this uh, 70s psychedelic-looking can and playing off of the Wayward Sun song, yeah. Kansas, all that, and, uh, you know, the sunshine with the wheat and all that. So um, we're very, very excited about it. We're proud of what the, the, of the liquid in the can for sure. We're very, very excited for it. How much do you guys talk about new beer? Do you guys do it con- con- constantly? We're always looking at something new. We're, I mean, okay. we keep our eyes on wanting to be innovative and to have new recipes out there. And the luxury of having the poorhouse in the tap room is we've got the big system that we do our mass-produced stuff that goes out to the market, but we've got a smaller system also that we'll do test batches with, and uh, we'll put those on at the tap room and at the poorhouse only and see how they go. And then if they do really, really well, then we'll consider growing it out into the bigger market. Um, but it's like it's like a brewer's playland out there, that, that small system. You can experiment and try something, and, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's low risk to try a, a smaller batch like that. Um, but the, the one thing that I'm really proud of being part of the brewery is that we do classic styles and do them really well. And so we don't try to get too crazy and get too far out of the box with what we put out there. Sure. Um, because if you have something that's good and people like it, we're not going to mess with it. Well, how so often let's be you, really good at what we're really good well, at. Well, how often do you go to a brewery and you'll just see these random, like, okay, like I, I think I went to one place and I saw rhubarb. And I'm like, that's interesting. I never would have thought about that. But there are some people out there that go maybe sometimes – over the top to where it's like, all right, that's a little too much. You know, and that that is possible and that can be done. But I, you know, I appreciate the people who are bold and will give yep. it a try. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a beer guy. I, I got I started working at Walnut River because I like beer. I started as a home brewer. I still brew at home mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, and that's kind of like the, the laboratory. And so the people who are willing to try things like putting rhubarb in, in it, mm-hmm. bless them, you know, because they you might run into something that, you know, it's like, wow, this is a way, way better than I thought, and then the market loves it. So um, uh, innovation, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, the best things in America happen by accident. And so it, it's 
good for them. I, I, I don't. Maybe sometimes you, you see a beer and you, you're like, mm, that's not for me. Yeah. But that's why we make so many different beers is because right. we hope that we're going to get around to find something that everybody does like. Well, isn't it beautiful that beer is so versatile that you can it do is. so many different things to it? And, you know, I, I know that in the food community, there's this perception that wine pairs with food really, really well. There are fewer, far fewer wine styles than there are beer styles. And I think beer is so much more versatile, and it pairs with many, many more types of food than wine does. And uh, but, but the wine companies over the, historically have done a better job of marketing that side of things. And, again, big domestic beer companies don't market that this pairs well with food. Craft beer companies do. And, in fact, in order to be a certified Cicerone, which is like, kind of like a sommelier for wine, mm-hmm. in order to be a certified Cicerone, there is an element of that, that test that includes uh, beer and food pairings. You have to pass that element of it to to become a certified Cicerone. So in the craft beer community, um, there is definitely a food pairing element to it that that is not not uh, not ignored. Interesting. That's good. That's good to know. Jay Sanderson, director of sales at Walnut River Brewing Company, joining us here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita ninety two point three FM. I'm currently enjoying the Maniacal Monk. Isn't that a cool is, logo also? Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, about I feel like beer now. Like, it's always the can. You always have to have something. I was up in Dubuque, Iowa for a buddy's wedding, and I ordered a beer just because it was the Kool-Aid man on the can. <laughs> right. I just ordered it because I'm like, I'm just going to go with that because that can is talking to me. Now, the beer turned out to be really, really good, but right. it's like – you look at a can and you go, "All right, I want to just have it just for that reason." I, I definitely, if I if this was in the store and I'm walking around, I'm like, "There's a monk on the front of a can." I think I'm going to take my chances by Absolutely. going with that. And that's becoming a bigger thing. In fact, at the brewery, every once in a while, we'll get a self-addressed stamped envelope from somebody like in Washington or some far-off place where they've never had our beer, but they've hit our website and they say. You have really cool labels. Can you mail me a couple of labels for my beer fridge? We get that from time to time. And we, of course, will oblige them, you know, if they've taken the time and effort to to reach out to us for that. But the reason you see such cool can art is now the craft beer lane, the segment in liquor stores, is so broad. There's so many good craft breweries out there that there's so much on the shelf that you have to have a label that catches the eye. And so we, we, we take a lot of pride in how we label our beers. Um, I mean, and it's, it's, a, it's a company decision. Some companies have the same logo, just different color, and put whatever the beer is on there. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's a couple of breweries in Colorado that do that that come to mind. But, but we, we do take pride in the fact that our branding is really cool. And, I mean, Warbeard, it is, it is such a memorable brand. Yep. And you see it on the shelf. And when the company started and when they first put Warbeard out, part of why it became so popular so quickly was because how cool the logo is. Well, I got to say, I mean, I, I remember the first time I had it, I was up in Salina at the time, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. And it instantly became one of my favorite ones to have in my rotation. Because at the end of the day, like, you have all these different, you know, types right here, and you definitely have your different seasonal type of beer that you like to work in. At the end of the day, you got to have some go-tos, I feel Absolutely. like. And, and if there's a go-to, I mean, I, I love Irish Red Ale. I've always thought that that was one of my, you know, personal favorites. And if you do it right, then, yeah, I'm going to keep coming back to you. First time I ever had the Warbeard, it was, all right, this is an instant part of this is going to be one of my go-to beers. And that's one of the challenges for us is getting people to try it who've never had it before. Sure. Yeah. Because once they do try it, they're like, 
okay, yeah, this is really good, and then yeah. they end up becoming a loyal customer. Um, but, I mean, if you pour it into a glass, it's 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 a darker-colored uh-huh. beer. I mean, it's a little darker red than maybe what most traditional Irish reds are. Um, but when you put liquid to lips, it's, it's such an easy-drinking, approachable beer that even uh, people who – are a little skittish about the color of the beer. Once they try it, they're like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, speaking of which, hold on, as I'm trying to get this, the beautiful thing is about free apps. Sometimes you have to wait for videos and stuff like that. Our text line, 316-247-0923. Warbeard is my favorite beer. I love Walnut River. Fantastic. You go. You got a, got a Thanks, Mom. Right here. <laughs> Is that is that twenty no. is that twenty dollars in the mail? Is that what it is? Twenty bucks in the uh, mail? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we do get that a lot. And when we, we go out to beer events and 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 beer fests, our our line is always really long because people just can't pass the opportunity to try Warbeard. And then again, we put out so many different beers, and and they're all good quality beers. And you know, the the cool part is we do a variety pack. In stores, it's a variety 12-pack, and it's got three War Beards, three Teeter Rocks, three of the rearranged beers, and then we put three of the se- a seasonal rotator in our variety 12-pack, and you can get those just about anywhere also. Um, those do really, really well at the bigger stores like Dillon's and Walmart for us. Sure. Um, yeah. Free plug, sorry. <laughs> As if they don't advertise enough. Um, but, no, it's those those do really well. So if you, if you don't want to just lock into one beer, we've got options. All of our beers come in six packs. War beer you can get in 12 packs. And, of course, all of our beers that we can do, um, they're on, on, on draft in a lot of places all over town also. Well, I mean, you said free plug. I mean, Davis Liquor Outlet, big time, big time supporters of ESP and Wichita. Oh, yeah, and FM, they, so. they carry all of our beers, and they're great to us, all of their locations. <laughs> they have been so good for us. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to our people at Davis Liquor Outlet for yeah, sure. They're 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 fun. That's for darn sure. All right. So, if you want to celebrate a Chiefs win, uh, Irish Red Ale Warbeard sounds like the number one option for Walnut River Brewing Company. But don't let that like don't let that stop you. Just because that's what we're you know talking about when it comes to the Chiefs. Go and try every single beer at Walnut River Brewing Company. The Maniacal Monk. I'm telling you right now, this is a fantastic fantastic beer i can drink this for for the rest of the day now i also probably won't be able to make it home but you know at See, the, end of the day i got a couple more out in the van i can get you one for the, <laughs> I, I can i can come in and bring you one for the ditch <laughs> for the ditch yes because that's exactly that's exactly where i'll be going that's for please, sure I, and i said drink responsibly please yeah, of course uh, yeah. always you know we yeah. it's, a, it's a joke but if, yeah, please please drink responsibly that's very important to us and and you know it, it is a responsibility that we have sure. to make sure that people do consume our product responsibly and mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah we looked at, we don't take much seriously we take our beer seriously we take what yeah. we do and the hard work that we put in seriously but our, our company culture it, it's a fun place to come hang out so if you're ever free on a weekend come out and see us out at the brewery in el dorado our tap room is a pretty fun place and if you mentioned that you heard us on the radio i'll give you a tour of the uh, of the brewery we'll take you back and show you around and um, I'm gonna we'll go. I'm to gonna show that. up tomorrow. And be like, hey, I heard you on, on the radio. I would like a tour of the brewery. That's gonna be me tomorrow. That would be anytime. Every you are more than welcome. And um, yeah, we we love showing people around and telling them the story and letting them get to know us a little bit out there. Uh, and if you don't want to go to El Dorado, you can definitely go to the poorhouse here in Wichita. It's at uh, 111 or uh, 711 East Douglas um, here in Wichita. So 
uh, yeah, come come visit. Come visit. We love to hang out, love to meet new people. I can talk sports any day, any time. Uh, in a former life, I was a sports talk show host uh, here in Wichita, and so I've done a lot of different things, but the beer business is by far uh, the most fun I've had in a long time. Yeah, for sure. Jay, thank you so much. Appreciate yeah, you. Jay Sanders, the director of sales at Walnut River Brewing Company. Go out there to El Dorado or go to the poorhouse and get yourself some beer. But, hey, food's also fantastic as well. Let us take a break. When we come back, a little college basketball rewind with Wichita State's KU and K-State. That's next on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. What does it feel like to be in Kansas City, the soccer capital of America? To hear thousands shouting as one. To see waves of sporting blue. To hug total strangers. To be a part of something bigger than any of us. What does it feel like to be at Children's Mercy Park? It feels like home. It's showtime in Kansas City. Sporting opens the season at home on March 11th versus the L.A. Galaxy. Grab your tickets now at SportingKC.com. Everyone knows time is money. So don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no interest, no fee, tax refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later, that's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. We all know the saying, happy wife, happy life, and good night's sleep will definitely keep the wife happy. That's why you should try Derby Mattress. Their heavy-duty mattress made by Sutherland holds up to 1,100 pounds from a company that's been around for well over 100 years. Also, there's a latex mattress that you can buy now and not have to replace for decades. thing I love about Derby Mattress, their everyday prices beat the sale prices of the big box stores. That's Derby Mattress, 105 South Baltimore and Derby, or online at derbymattress.com. If you're a diehard Wichita State fan, show your support by enjoying a new look, new taste, Wushock Wheat, the official beer of the Shockers. This American wheat ale brewed by Wichita Brewing Company features a light body, clean palate, and a hint of bright citrus. It's the perfect beer to throw down while celebrating a buzzer-beating three, a monstrous walk-off home run, and everything in between. Plus, a portion of all sales supports Wichita State University. So show your love for the yellow and black with a Wushock Wheat by Wichita Brewing Company. Company. Must be 21 or older to enjoy.
329 on a Monday edition of The Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Jay Sanderson just leaving the room. Thank you so much for Jay for stopping on by and, and well, bringing us some goodies. <laughs> this maniacal monk from Walnut River Brewing Company, I'm telling you, this is it is not drink like a 9.7. It, it really doesn't. The, what it does so well is at the very end, you know how some beers just kind of punch you in the mouth. This one doesn't really do that for being a 9.7% beer. So it's fantastic. Good thing I'm only having one of them because, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not that big of a lightweight. Get out of here. I'm six foot seven, people. Six seven, two 240 pounds. I'm not going to be able to have any sort of issues. But seriously, thanks for... For Walnut River Brewing Company and their support here of ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I got to have some of the other ones that they have here as well. Very much eyeing. Certainly have the Porter, but that High Beam IPA is calling my name because I do like an IPA. So I'll have to try that later on. Might be tonight, might be tomorrow, who knows. At the end of the day, though, you can celebrate. A Chiefs victory with a little war beer, excuse me, war beard Irish red ale at a burp there. It's what happens when you drink beer sometimes, you know, a burp kind of pops up there. Irish red war beard. It's one of my favorites, and I'm glad that, uh, that we had a chance to talk about it here on the show. So, Coming up later on, a little Mount Rushmore Monday. Jack, I'm sorry. I didn't even ask you if you wanted to talk to Jay, if he had any questions. I was fine listening. <laughs> I completely forgot to do that. This is the problem when when Jack isn't here in studio. <laughs> Jack misses out on all the fun. What do you prefer, Jack? Do you prefer, prefer an IPA? Is that your thing? Are you a porter guy? I don't mind an IPA. Okay. Well, this high beam IPA, maybe I'll have to save it for you. Might have to do that. They also have this Devil's Blend Porter, which is very tasty. I can promise you that. The Teeter Rock is also really good. I've had that before. I'd be really curious to see what this other one is going to be like. I know it's a India Pale Ale. It's the Rio Oranged if you will, arranged, however you want to say it. So, yeah, some goodies from Jay. Appreciate him for stopping on by and hooking us up with some brew. One of these days, Jack, you're going to get treated. One of these days. Don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to find a way to make it make it work. All right, so college basketball happened over the weekend. I know you had Super Bowl 57 take place yesterday. We can sit here and talk about the Super Bowl even more but we're going to call it good. We'll talk about Super Bowl 57 Radio Row coming up, though, before too long. That will be taking place with a Mount Rushmore Monday coming up in 15 minutes or so. We do need to recap what took place in the college basketball world. Wichita State yesterday, right before the big game, Wichita State playing SMU, Shockers, they rallied from a six-point deficit in the final 72 seconds of regulation for a 91-89 double overtime win over SMU. A trio of shockers topped the 20-point mark 
led by Kenny Poto's career-high 28 points on 13 of 15 shooting. Kenny Poto was excellent in the game yesterday against SMU, and he was doing it from different places. It's not like he was planted around the rim. The ball was thrown his way, and he was dunking the ball every chance he got. No, he was making shots on the baseline. He was hitting shots at the free-throw line. Kenny Poto put together a really, really nice game. Craig Porter Jr. also added 22, including a game-tying layup with two seconds left in regulation and six more tallies in double overtime to help Wichita State create separation. He also had six assists and three blocks while playing 47 minutes and eight seconds out of a possible 50 minutes. The bucket to tie up the game was just a dirty bucket by Craig Porter Jr. It looked like he was going to do a step-back three, and I thought he was going to pull the trigger. I thought he was going to step back, launch it, take the three, and that was going to be it. Instead, he did the wise thing. He got a defender up in the air, went by him, and it was easy for him to go all the way to the rim, and then he finished. It was just a headsy play by Craig Porter Jr. Patience. Because I feel like in college basketball, we see it so much more than what we saw five years ago in college basketball. Normally, a step-back three is the best shot for some of these teams at the end of regulation. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how coaches are okay with it. But go to the rim. It's a two-point ball game. Go to the rim, finish, and fight in overtime. And that's what... Wichita State was able to do. Jaquan Walton also finished with 20 points on 6 of 11 shooting. Wichita State shot a season-high 57% from the field. SMU's defense is less than ideal. SMU shot 47%, but made just 5 of 14 field goal attempts and 4 of 10 free throws during two overtime periods, and that allowed the Shockers to really survive to get the win. They snapped a three-game home losing streak and avoided their first four-game skid since the 2007-08 season. Shockers, they turned the ball over 25 times in the game. 25. And it led to 28 points off turnovers for SMU. Not ideal for Wichita State's Turnovers have been an issue all throughout the year, as well as just closing out the game in general. But turnovers, not ideal for the Wichita State Shockers. They gave the ball up 25 times, plenty of live ball turnovers. And the worst part about it, I know some people want to hop on Isaac Brown, some people calling for his head, saying that he should be fired, so on and so forth. Here's the thing, when you have players out there Sometimes players just got to make smarter plays. Be smarter. Wichita State, there was a stretch yesterday. I was telling Shane this earlier. I've never seen anything like it, where the ball gets thrown to an area where the official is. Pass was behind the intended target. It goes off the official. It stays in bounds. That is a live ball. If you throw the ball at an official and it stays in bounds and he's in bounds, guess what? You 
have the ball there. It's live. Go and get it. Instead, SMU is the only team that is aware of the situation. SMU gets the ball. They go the other way, and they get a wide-open dunk. And then you have the ball thrown in. I believe it was Jaquan Walton who throw it to who threw it to the official, and then the official gave it right back to him and signaled that it was out of bounds. Like, I don't know what to tell you. That's a turnover. So Wichita State, you had two turnovers back-to-back like that, and you're thinking, what, what are you doing? Just be smarter. I know at some point, yeah, it's the coach's responsibility to try to get that all worked out, but sometimes you just have bad basketball IQ. And I felt like yesterday, Wichita State had bad basketball IQ. 25 turnovers. It's not like, I mean, you could tell a coach would be like, hey, hey, go out there and tell them to really possess the basketball, really value the basketball. You could do that all you want, but at some point the players have to understand to make smart plays. Just be smart. And there are times this season where Wichita State has not been that way. They have been bad basketball IQ players. It happens. And that's why Wichita State has had issues. But, hey, Shockers overcame it yesterday, got the win, and double overtime. Meanwhile, for Kansas, Jack, was it you that didn't like this matchup, or was it? It must have been my buddy. Did you feel like KU was going to lose the game against Oklahoma? I did not. I thought Oklahoma okay. was probably the worst team in the Big 12. Okay, so you, you're like me. We still believe that they're the worst team in the Big 12, and yet they're the ones to beat now number one in the country, Alabama. Molly whopped them. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know how that worked. Anywho, KU at Oklahoma, Kansas rolled past Oklahoma, 78-55. to Must have been my best friend who said, hey, I don't really like KU's chances against OU, and I'm thinking, uh, okay, I don't think Oklahoma is going to lock down Kansas like the first matchup in Allen Fieldhouse. Well, Jalen Wilson... He didn't exactly, you know, light it up against Texas. Took him a little bit to get things going against Oklahoma. He ended up scoring a team-high 18 points. He bounced back from a two-point outing, started off slowly, scored 10 points in the final 4-14 in the first half to put the Jayhawks in control. Wilson was able to make four or five field goals during a big run. Kansas pushed a 21-20 lead to 35-22. And then Kansas would just flat-out dominate half number two. Jayhawks get the win. What else is there to really say about what Kansas was able to do? DeWan Harris Jr. scored 16 points on 7 of 11 field goals. Kevin McCuller Jr. added 13 Jalen Wilson also had five assists, and he also had a career-high five steals. Kansas just looked like the better team. I think that's the only way to describe it. Kansas ultimately is the better team, but sometimes it's not what always happens. Sometimes you shoot poorly, you do this, you do that. Kansas was able to dominate Oklahoma in the second half, and OU kept having some bad plays as well. Oklahoma kept turning the ball over, and you just kind of shake your head going, man, what are you doing? 
And speaking of turnovers, Kansas State, woof. The Wildcats in Lubbock. I thought K-State was still going to find a way to get this win at Texas Tech. Instead, Kansas State falls to Texas Tech 71-63. to Texas Tech led 33-26 at halftime. Kansas State was battling in half number two. But Texas Tech able to make some shots down the stretch. Davion Harmon was a big reason for that. He scored 20 points. Lamar Washington, who I believe had, what, four threes? Three threes combined all season going into that game. He makes a couple triples, and you're thinking, well, if that's happening, then it's not looking good for Texas Tech, a Red Raiders team that did pull off an upset in Lubbock last time against Iowa State. Texas Tech looking for another upset, and the Red Raiders were able to get one and it's largely because of Kansas State's inability to hang on to the basketball. 23 turnovers for the Wildcats in a game. I have a friend who was a diehard K-State fan, and he would be the first to tell you, and he's been saying this all season long, K-State just doesn't value the basketball, and Kansas State certainly was that type of team on Saturday, and if your top two guys go a combined 8 of 30 from the field, including 2 of 14 from beyond the arc, with a combined 12 turnovers, you're not going to win many games. We've said that about K-State before. Marquise Noel had 18 points on 5 of 19 shooting. He was 1 of 10 from beyond the arc, had 4 assists, but he had 7 turnovers. Now, he was able to get some of those turnovers back. He had four steals in a game. But Marquise Noel, he was the first one to say in the postgame that he has to play better. And he really does. I believe his turnover total in the last four games, maybe I'm wrong. I, I saw a tweet. I believe it was five turnovers or more in the last four or five games, which Marquise Noel, he's a point guard he could have more turnovers naturally just because he is the guy that handles the ball essentially 24-7 for Kansas State. He's the point guard. When you have the ball in your hands, odds are you're going to turn the ball over a little bit more. But he has been throwing some interesting passes, some tougher passes. And as much as you like that from a guy who's not afraid to try to thread the needle, sometimes you do have to take a step back and go, all right, these guys are playing me differently now. And I think some teams are – keying in on Marquis Dewell when he's doing this in this situation. He's looking to pass and not score. And Marquis Noel has to get better at realizing that. He can't keep turning the ball over like this for Kansas State and expect his team to get the win. Meanwhile, for Keontae Johnson, had nine points. First time all season he finished below ten points. It was three of 11 for the field, had eight rebounds, He had five turnovers as well. Keontae Johnson just looked frustrated. Texas Tech just made him frustrated. And Kansas State, just in general, if you remember correctly, Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, those two guys were kind of jawing back and forth at each other after a sequence that happened on the floor. I think it might have been a pass by Marquise Noel looking for Keontae, and I think the, the ball went out of bounds. 
And those two guys just kind of met head-to-head. They kind of banged heads, if you will. And when you see that, you're like, oh, man, things are going bad for, for Kansas State when you see your top two players yelling at each other. It's it's two guys that like to compete, so I'm not going to make anything of it. It's not like these two guys don't like each other because they obviously do. They've had a great synergy about them all throughout the season. It's just that Saturday down in Lubbock, it's, it's just tough. And this is a K-State team that is struggling to win games on the road. And for the Wildcats, if they wanted to win a Big 12 championship, you got to get some of those road wins. Not only do you have to protect home floor, which they – failed to do against Texas, you have to go out and get some road wins, and that would have been one to steal away. You needed that type of win over Texas Tech and Lubbock. That would have done K-State wonders for the remainder of the season, and it would have gave K-State still a logical shot of trying to win a Big 12 championship. Not saying... It's officially out the window because it's definitely not. There's still a chance for Kansas State. They need some help, but there's still a chance. But there's no doubt that the loss down inside the United Supermarkets Arena in Lubbock, less than ideal for the K-State Wildcats, who couldn't hang on to the ball. 23 turnovers resulting in 28 points off turnovers. Not ideal for Kansas State, but we'll see if the Wildcats can bounce back. They have a big game tomorrow, and it's a game that you can hear right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Tip off at 8 tomorrow, pregame at 7 o'clock. All right, that's a college basketball rewind from this past weekend. We'll get back to uh, Super Bowl talk with a Mount Rushmore Monday. It has to deal with Super Bowl 57 Radio Row. We'll have some fun with Jack Johnson as we wrap up a Monday edition of of the Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. This is the Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Are you considering a remodeling project for your home? While many remodeling companies come and go, more than 20,000 extremely satisfied customers have chosen Southwestern Remodeling over the course of nearly 50 years in business. We believe the reason for our longevity and proven success stems from our processes that consistently drive excellence. From the initial in-home consultation into the design process and through product and finish selection, you are accompanied by one of our project consultants assisting in every step along the way. Once construction begins, your consultant will stay involved in support our dedicated field staff of 32 true employee craftsmen through the process of turning your remodeling dream into a reality. If you're ready to experience the difference a truly professional firm with nearly five decades spent perfecting a truly unique process brings to the table, we would love the opportunity to become a part of your remodeling transformation. Give the Southwestern Remodeling Team a call at 263-1239, stop by our showroom at 134 North Elizabeth, or view our project galleries online at southwesternremodeling.com. Of all the multitudinous manifestations that water can take, in oceans and ice cubes, in glaciers and streams, vapors and rain, double black diamonds, lap swims and brains, of all that water, water everywhere, only 0.5% is fresh water available for human use. That's why at Moen, we're innovating to save 1 trillion gallons of water by 2030. Discover Mission Moen at moen.com. 
Doug. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. You date like you aren't 22 anymore. Like emotionally mature is kind of hot to you now. And six texts sent back to back is totally cool. You date like your experiences, relationships, they haven't just made you you, they made you interesting. Young love was great, but dating as a fully formed, emotionally mature human, man, that's on a whole other level. Download the Match app today. Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. Did you know about our daily discounts? Tuesdays, you can save 10% on any 750 milliliter liquor. On Wednesdays, you can save 15% on craft and import beers. And Thursdays, save 20% on our wine selection. Plus, seniors and veterans save 10% every day. Don't forget to visit one of our three convenient locations where you can sign up for some of our great monthly raffle items. Or visit us online at davisliquoroutlet.com to find a location nearest you. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Exclude 31st and Meridian. There you go, Jack. I was waiting for it. I didn't know when it was going to happen. When the Beastie Boys were going to hop on the air, but I greatly appreciate the fact that you were able to dig something up. As we get ready to finish off a Monday edition of The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Just want to give you a reminder, at Twin Peaks, Sweethearts Party going on. All you need is love in the lodge. Dive into Sweetheart Week with their Red Hot Lingerie Party and steal your heart specials on their favorite festive cocktails. They also have happy hour going on right now. I would imagine that Monday after Super Bowl is rough for a lot of people, so if you really need some help, go to Twin Peaks, Rich and Tapton, 21st, and Rock. I'm still a firm believer the day after the Super Bowl, it should be a national holiday. I'm not struggling. Everything is fine. I'm doing okay. I really didn't have that many issues sleeping last night. I was able to wind down fairly quickly. Went to bed at a decent time. Not that bad. I feel great. So, I don't know. I feel fine. But some people, not the same way. Some people are, are struggling a little bit today. So, the day after the Super Bowl, I would like to say that it should be a national holiday. Coming up, we have Seren Petro with the program. I'm sure they'll have more Super Bowl talk from there. And then we'll have a little bit of overtime tonight at 6 o'clock. Right now, though, it's time for a Mount Rush for Monday and it's kind of a, a lazy Mount Rushmore Monday, if you will, with Jack Johnson. It has to deal with our Super Bowl 57 radio row coverage presented by Eaton Roofing and Exteriors, Toppers Plus, and Davis Liquor Outlets. I was in Phoenix all of last week. It was a blast. I did not have a lot of sleep, but that is okay. Totally fine because we 
had ourselves a good time. I interviewed 10 Chiefs players, one-on-one interviews. I was able to interview some big-time stars. With that being said, our Mount Rushmore Monday of Super Bowl 57 Radio Real coverage. Jack can chime in if he wants. But there's no doubt that I think we have our top two on this list. Number one is Emmett Smith, the great Dallas Cowboy. Emmett Smith. That was a really surreal experience. What's funny is, Jack, I had a buddy send me a text, and he said, how come he didn't do a tequila shot with Emmett? <laughs> he goes, you know how badass that would have been for you to come back and go, yeah, I took a tequila shot with Emmett Smith. I wasn't thinking because I had a show right before I interviewed him. So it's like, or excuse me, a show right after I interviewed him. So I didn't have a chance to really think about it. Anyways, Emmett Smith, number one. I'm going to go with uh, Jalen Hyatt for, for my number Big fan. One. Yeah, Big I thought fan. that was a great interview. I thought he gave really well thought out answers sometimes with, with young kids like that that are 18, 19, 20, 21. They're a little bit you know, shy when talking to the media, but he seemed all for it. I think he's going to kill it in those pre-draft interviews because he had a lot to say and a lot of interesting things to say after a great uh, season this last year at Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee wide receiver Jalen Hyatt. Hopefully he's a Kansas City Chief. I would kill to see him in a Chiefs uniform. My number two, another MVP. He played for the greatest show on turf, a St. Louis Ram. Marshall Falk had a chance to visit with him. It was the final day. Don't know how that happened, but it did, and it was really cool. So Marshall Falk, Emmett Smith, my top two. I'm going to go with um, Vince Papali. I thought that that was uh, always a great interview. I was looking forward to that one because I loved the movie Invincible, and he seemed very genuine, very nice, and, yeah. and wanted to be in that conversation. And that's really how I judge a lot of my interviews is how willing and how open the, the interviewee is. Yeah, Vince Papali was, again, a last-second ad, and it was a phone interview, but it was terrific. He was wishing that he was there on Super Bowl 57 Radio Row. My number three, another NFL MVP, Gene. You notice the theme here? Sean Alexander, one of the greatest seasons as a running back of all time. Sean Alexander was terrific. And he still plays Madden 07 with his kids, which I admire. That's pretty cool. I'm going to go with Sean Alexander as well. I mean, that's one of the first Madden games that I truly fell in love with. Madden 06 was with Donovan McNabb, but 06 and 07 were kind of in my wheelhouse of ones that I really fell in love with growing up. Last but not least, man, I don't know where I want to go. I really do like Jalen Hyatt, and that's probably, that's probably where I'm going to go. I'll probably stick with Jalen Hyatt, but I was a big fan of Sean Merriman. Love LeGarrette Blount. They were fun. What about your last one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Garrett Blunt. I just think that he's made for radio, man. He is entertaining <laughs> he is. as hell. He's so awesome. And he came right up. He goes, my guy, Pat, what's up? The Garrett Blunt, my dude. <laughs> also, I didn't get a chance to play the interview, but uh, Takeo Spikes, talk to him. Boy, I wish I played that for you, Jack. You would have loved that. They have a, He has a podcast with Tetsuan Reyes, and it is phenomenal. <laughs> It is awesome. By the way, if you missed any of our Super Bowl Radio Row coverage or even any of today's show, you can always check them out on our podcast page, ESPNWichita.com, Spotify, or Apple Music. For producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Strothman saying so long, Wichita. Have a wonderful night. See you tomorrow at 2 o'clock here on The Pulse.
Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. Let's say you hit it a